From 8th Street to 8 Mile Road, from I-5 to Highway 99, Podcast Stockton. The show all about the great life in Stockton, California. This is Podcast Stockton. Welcome to Podcast Stockton. This is episode 105 for October 16th, 2016. Welcome returning listeners and new listeners. This is Gabriel Reyes. And this is Matt Beckwith. We would love to hear your feedback. You can always call us or text us on our listener line, 209-565-3229, or email us at podcaststockton at gmail.com. Gabriel, welcome back to the show. Yeah, it's nice to be back. Yeah, except for, uh, I can't say it's your first time back since you did get a, <laughs> you had a little bit of a cameo on the last episode. Did anybody <laughs> notice other than Manny Montez? Um, uh, I think he, he was the only one that, that, that said something. Oh, really? <laughs> right away. Right away. He says, wait, that was Gabriel <laughs> at the end of the show. Yeah. Nice little Easter egg. Yeah, exactly. Um, you've, you've been on the show a number of times in the past. Yep. Um, we did that, uh, funny April Fool's show many years ago and you were also with me when we did podcast Stockton live. I just remembered that. Yeah. The barbecue show. Yeah. The barbecue, um, way out West barbecue festival in downtown Stockton. And we did, um, podcast Stockton live. There's video out there somewhere of that, <laughs> which is weird because we did a show for barbecue competition. Yeah. And no offense, but ever since then, I've become vegetarian. <laughs> no, rela- no relation. We were, just, yeah. we were just talking about that. And that 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 meant that, that uh, matches the timeline. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, no relation to that event. No. But um, yeah. So th- uh, good to have you back on the show. Yeah, it's awesome to be back. Yeah, on uh, um, doing some uh, co- co-host duties with me again. And before we uh, jump into the interview, which I'm excited to. To, to play the interview but before that i want to chat about the art show you just had a great art show um friday the 14th kicked off the upside down which is art based on the netflix show the very popular netflix show stranger things that's uh a show i haven't watched although i just literally started watching it right after the show just because you described it in a way that tells me i have to watch it yeah but the, so tell me about the art show um well hopefully we didn't spoil anything for the show um just with the artwork but yeah it's uh the show's actually it's weird this weird mix of like goonies and x-files that takes place in the 80s um so the show was actually created by melissa gindon and uh she reached out to about 30 of us and so uh 30 of us um we created art based around this show um and it was a really really good turnout yeah um the turnout was awesome the show was awesome. The the art show was awesome as well as the TV show. Mm. But um, yeah, it was just really cool. It was my first art show with my wife. She put a couple oh, pieces in there. That. Yeah. Uh, one of my good friends, Alexis Ortega, which happens to be an art teacher in Stockton, she had some of her students bring some art. Mm. So it was, it was really nice having um, an art show with newcomers that have never shown art before, younger teenagers, yeah. and my wife. Um, yeah. yeah, so it was, it was really awesome. A lot of good pieces and, um, the show's going to be up for a month. So if anybody's listening to this now, you could still go down to Impresso, get yourself a coffee, get yourself a beer, whichever you prefer. Mm-hmm. And you could check out the art. Yeah. Um, and a lot of it's actually for sale. So, yeah. you know, if anybody's interested, they could talk to one of the, the baristas and they can contact the artist or the artist has their 
contact info on the artwork. Yeah, and and I mean you're right. I, I I'm sure it didn't ruin anything because now I've started to watch the show yeah. on Netflix. But there was a lot of it that I mean I could totally appreciate the art, but there were these common themes that. I didn't understand. Yeah. It was it was like there was an inside joke that I wasn't part of. <laughs> right. Um, so that's why, I mean, that's really why I started watching the show. And I, I don't know if, if art has ever moved me to watch something on Netflix before. Right. But now I'm like 20 minutes into the first episode. Yeah. And um, I, I can't wait to, to devour the rest of it. Oh, it'll be one of those things that now when you see certain things, you'll be like, oh, that makes sense. I saw that in a painting or a drawing and that I understand yeah. why he did that now. So, I'm yeah. gonna have to go back after I finish the eight episodes. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. Some of the pieces might make a little bit more sense after that because I know a couple of mine were very much. If you haven't seen the show, it was kind of like okay, that's kind of weird. But yeah, but once you see the show, you'll be like, oh, that makes plenty of sense. Yeah, yeah. Well, again, great job to you and the rest of the artists. I mean, I was blown away. It was a, it was a absolutely crazy night at Impresso. Tons of artists, tons of people um, checking out the art. Uh, another uh, you know great vibe at Impresso on the Mile centered all around art and kicking off Stockton Arts Week as well. Yeah, yeah, um, that was nice. But it was it was great, and you know it's it's great to hear that those pieces are going to be hanging there for you know another for a, a month because, you know, like I said, like watch the show on Netflix if you haven't, and then go check out the art. And I would encourage you certainly if you're listening to this and you like Stranger Things, there is a piece hanging at Impresso right now that has your name on it. <laughs> yeah, you just gotta go check good. it out and buy it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah, so definitely go down to Impresso on the Miracle Mile and check out um, all of the artwork from the Upside Down. So we just had Stock Market, mm-hmm. and on my way to Stock Market, we figured they shut down the Miracle Mile for you know a certain amount. So I was trying to take some back roads to get there because yeah. I, I you know I didn't know I knew I couldn't go down Pacific, so yeah. I tried to get some back back roads. And as I'm driving, and I'm not going to say where. Because I don't want to reveal where he lives. But as I'm driving, I had no idea. And I happen to see this guy, Brandon. Awesome guy. Super energetic. Awesome. One of the most friendliest people I've met. And so Andrea knows him. My wife, Andrea, she knows him also. So I said, hey, there's Brandon. And I honked. And he turns around. And he has no idea what kind of car drives. So he he just didn't know. So he kind of just put his hands up. And I saw that confused look on his face. But I, of course, me being me, I thought it'd be funnier to keep driving instead of stopping to say hi. <laughs> so once we get to stock market, I text him. I said, dude, that was me honking in the yellow car. And he goes, bro, that was you. That's so awesome. I'll see you right now at stock market. I'm on my way. And I started laughing and I showed Andrea the text. And I said, just read this real quick. And she read it and she goes, this dude is as energetic in text oh, yeah. form as he is in person. She goes, that is so awesome. I like that guy. So, so yeah. when you saw him, was he wearing the costume he was wearing at Stock Market? No, because I actually didn't even end up seeing him at Stock Market. Did you see what he went as? No, no, I haven't yet. Every time people saw him, they said, oh, there you are. I've been looking for you. He was dressed as Waldo. <laughs> nice no he definitely was not dressed that would have been so much better that we ran into him yeah, on that accident would that would have been so much better but yeah no yeah, we, he made we, he made a great waldo oh that's cool that's cool so speaking of brandon piasecki that's actually our guest this week yeah boy i had a blast and you're right when it comes to energy level and excitement and i had a blast 
you know, bringing him in the studio and chatting with him. And, and the guy has so much energy and he's doing so many things. I mean, I first met him, you know, was it was related to Channel Brew, which we talk a little bit about. And then I found out he's a teacher and he has a YouTube channel and he has all this all this, he has more energy than any any human being I have ever met. Yeah. Well, not only does he have that energy, but it's always super positive. Yeah. I've I've never ever talked to him and not gotten a smile on my face. Yeah. You know, no matter what my mood has been before, that dude is just so much positive energy. It's it's I've always gotten a smile just because any conversation he could just lift you up and kind of just make you excited to talk about the most mundane things. Yeah, well, I totally agree, and, and I had a blast recording with him and getting to know him a little bit more, and totally thrilled to be sharing a little bit about his story um, here on the show. All right, so here's Matt's interview with Brandon Piasecki. Brandon Piasecki has a lot going on. He is definitely a busy guy. We started our conversation talking about him as an educator. He is a passionate teacher at Stockton Collegiate in downtown Stockton. I asked Brandon how he got into teaching. I kind of fell into teaching after college. Um, I was a senior, uh, majoring in chemistry, initially kind of thinking, you know, I, I wouldn't mind teaching with this degree, but I wasn't set on teaching. I was sort of open to you know, whatever the world decided I was supposed to do with that, with that degree. <laughs> I went to University of Redlands in Southern California. Dude, Redlands is fun, man. It yeah. was a good, good time for sure. Very, very awesome school too. Like, you know, really, really enjoyed my time there, but also like very valuable academic experience, you know? Yeah. And I, I applied to Teach for America, um, just kind of on a whim. Like, I hope I get in. I had a friend who had done it in Louisiana um, previously, and um, she encouraged me to apply, help me apply. And I got in, so I got in Teach for America, and I started teaching in the Mississippi Delta in a town called Greenwood, um, and I taught there for two years at Amanda Elsey High School. Taught 11th grade chemistry there, physical science, um, very challenging, but very rewarding two years. Um, so yeah, now I teach downtown at Stockton Collegiate International School, um, and I yeah, it was the kind of thing where I got finished with my Teach for America experience and was looking to come back home. Um, I, I had seen some people who I had known in the past, uh, start to come back, trickling back to home to, to Stockton, to my hometown to, you know, try to make Stockton a better place. And, um, I, I started following suit. I, I was, I was like, I'm going to check this out. So on my breaks, I kind of, you know, scoped out a few options and it Stockton collegiate worked out great. It's been this my fourth year there now. So, and I really love it. It's an awesome, awesome place to work. One of the coolest things about the recent progress in downtown Stockton has been the number of schools that have moved there. I asked Brandon what it's like to teach in downtown Stockton. I think the kids really enjoy it. Um, it's I think for them it's probably a little bit difficult to judge since they haven't necessarily, some of them have been at other schools obviously and they've transferred in. 
Um, but I think they, they really enjoy being able to like it. Like for example, something, one thing we do, um, if you have a, like a high GPA, you can go off campus at lunch, you know, and, and go eat out, you know, with, with your friends, if you're ninth grade through 12th grade. So the things like that are really cool. Uh, I think for kids, as far as their enjoyment of being downtown, I think there's, there's a natural reward to kind of being, um, like that's where you go for school all day long. And I think it's really cool as well for, you know, if you're going to a school that is not located in an urban setting, that's like in like a, a metropolis area where you where you don't see professionals walking like in suits and carrying suitcases to work and whatnot. Um, I think the fact that kids can see that downtown at Collegiate and all the other schools, too, is really great. They can like they can see the future of, you know, working in the county, working. Um, there's there's all sorts of there's plenty of lawyers down there, yeah. you know. Um, and there's, there's all these, and now we have a lot of businesses popping up downtown as well, which I think the kids are noticing. And so there's, there's a, I think, I don't know, I think it's a great, um, it's, it's great for Stockton. It's great for students to grow up in an, and to go to school in an area where they can just experience the city. Stockton Collegiate, where Brandon teaches, is an IB school. I asked him to describe IB. IB stands for International Baccalaureate. Um, it is a model that has been around since the 60s, I believe. Um, and it's, it's, it's basically a really, it's a high rigor college preparatory curriculum that it's all over the world. Um, and its goal is it's more than just taking a test to get a score. It's, its goal is to make students well-rounded in their education. And like I mentioned earlier at the beginning about um, understanding how subjects are related, cross-curricular learning. There's a lot of emphasis on cross-curricular learning. Um, and also, like I said, community service is also an aspect that students need to be able to, 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 to complete before they graduate, before, well, before they get the IB diploma. Um, another, another aspect, too, that I like as far as um, like the assessment goes like an AP, you take a test, you score a, a, a one out of five like on a scale of one to five. Um, the IB, you take a test as well on a scale of one to seven, but there's another aspect to each course you take beyond the test called an internal assessment. And that is much more of a research based component. For example, in chemistry, the internal assessment, the student literally creates their own lab, like from scratch, picks a topic they want to research, they devise their own research question, investigate it, pursue it, and collect data and you know it's 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 doing science as a in addition to learning science in terms of content and and you know taking the traditional exam that you would take for an advanced course so that's that's part of the reason why i like it that's why i said i think it you know it's one of the things that sets ib apart from the standard right so it's a challenge <laughs> to teach and to learn for both but it's it keeps everything interesting and fresh and i love it Brandon, known to his students as Mr. P, has an incredible amount of energy and enthusiasm. This enthusiasm is on full display in the YouTube videos he makes for his students. Mr. P mixes hip-hop and 10th grade chemistry in songs like What's the Sig Figs about the significant figures 
and one used to teach the periodic table of the elements titled, What's the Table For? We talked about why he started making music videos related to high school chemistry, what Brandon calls chemhop. So I've always been a musician. Um, if that, that was what I was going to do before I decided to major in chemistry, um, I, you know, and music is something I will always love to do. Um, and, and so I was, I always thought it'd be kind of fun to bring music in the classroom in some way. And literally it sounds really cliche, but this is what happened. I was, I was driving home. Um, I remember I was driving on Pacific Avenue and I heard a song from by Lil Wayne playing the song right above it by Lil Wayne. And I was just thinking and the tune was in my head and I was doing a lesson about the quantum model of the atom. And I was thinking about how right above it, that, that phrase you know, that, that coincides with how electrons jump energy levels. They, you know, if, if an ener if electron gains energy, it's going to go right above that's, you know, the, the energy level that it was on. I don't know. I was like, there's got to be something there, the right above it phrase and electrons jump energy levels. And so I went back and I wrote a rap, wrote a hook, and I performed it for the students and they loved it. So that's, that's how it started. It was, it was a Lil Wayne song in a car, like, and I, I, I performed it for them and I had another song I did that same year. This is my first year at Collegiate back in 2013, 2014. And I wrote another song to a, a song by Jay-Z called Tom Ford. And I called it What's the Table For? And that was that was a bigger hit than my other one was for, with the kids. They just loved it. And, and honestly, like it makes perfect sense. The chorus is very catchy. The way the lyrics of that song line up is just very, very easy to rap, if you will. So it, it was easy for the kids to follow, I think. And, and I think uh, it was just a really cool... It was a really cool way um, for them to experience the content. They really loved it. And then I have a friend um, named Marcel Padilla who I grew up. Um, well, we were high school friends. And then, and then off since I come back at a stock, whenever we, whenever I come back, we would catch up and visit. And he's a professional filmographer, uh, very talented locally. Does a lot of work with like CrossFit 209 and like a bunch of schools, um, sports and whatnot. And I hit him up. I was like, "Hey, do you think you could do a video for this?" Because I see him do a lot of a lot of music videos as well for a lot of local rappers, uh, like like gospel rappers and whatnot. And he was like, "Yeah, man, I got you." So him and his friend Arise, his friend is, is that that's his friend's rapper name. They both helped me out. They filmed it. Marcel edited it. We got a bunch of dry ice, bunch of baking soda and vinegar. Like we use like you know basically we just in my classroom like filming me rapping with a bunch of like crazy like reactions happening. It was pretty awesome <laughs> so that's the first video we made brandon parodies tom ford by jay-z in this song what's the table for the periodic table rap about the periodic table of the elements this song is great the video is incredible even if you're not a chemistry student here's a sample The table tells us how atoms get around, halogens, H-Town, keeping alkali metals held down. Mendeley, if yeah, he been working and teaching one of the elements organized to save us frustration. Atomic mass and density, straight pattern making today, yo, his table's the gift that keeps giving. Clap for the periodic table wrap. Pure sodium exploding when it reacts. Electronegativity, ionization. The table says top right is where they roll deep in. I know all the trends. That's what the table's for. Radius goes up, going left and low. Numbers don't lie. Check my test score. 
table for? What's the table for? What's the table for? Lewis that structures also making things simple representing them highest SNP orbitals now we're in 3d got that molecular geometry water's got lone pairs so bent is its symmetry so the rap is actually it's less about remembering the elements and like memorizing them it's more about the trends and how do we use a table as a tool because I mean this kind of coincides with like why I teach obviously I tell all my kids every year like 2% of you will go on to major in chemistry and use this for the rest of your life. Um, like most of you won't do this, but what I can teach you is how to, pro how to solve problems, um, how to go through uh, any, any problem you encounter step-by-step step using the same methodology that a scientist uses and learning how to make observations and really make connections. Really anybody can do chemistry. If you can practice the skill of making connections between knowledge both within chemistry and you know you've really really got the full picture when you can make connections between chemistry and other subjects so ultimately the periodic table is a tool right you got to understand how to use that tool just like you will need to understand how to use you know some kind of software and marketing down the road like that that really is you might not be a chemist but you might be in business right but you need to understand how to make connections networking and solve problems on a daily basis in, in the business world, in any field you go into in the future, whatever career kids choose. So that, that is why I teach. As I go into the waters of this world, I'm never gonna lose an angel in my mind. I pray the trifecta of your love, time and distance collides someday, someday, someday. I first met Brandon last year because of his involvement with the upstart Stockton Brewery, Channel Brewing. I asked Brandon how he got involved with Channel. So, actually, almost a year ago to the date, my, uh, an old friend of mine, his name's Billy Chaddock, he's the founder of Channel, um, we, we grew up together. We, uh, we, were, we were in the same church, like church nursery status. We were you know, in diapers in the church nursery. And I've, I've known him for my whole, basically my whole life. Um, you know, we went our separate ways in high school. He went to the Air Force. I went to college. I, I hadn't seen him in probably like nine or 10 years or so. So we reconnected at Reality. That's our church that we go to now. And anyways, long story short, like in October of 2015, he hits me up. He's like, hey man, let's go to Impresso. I was like, all right, let's go. So <laughs> he basically was like, I want to start a brewery. <laughs> like, can you help me? I was like, What? He's like, I saw, and honestly, it's kind of funny. It, he thought of me because he saw my YouTube video from what's the table for <laughs> because of like that whole, like the energy behind that. That was what he told me. At least he was like, yeah, like uh, that video you made, like, I think that would be super awesome to get you on the team and help us out just like with promotion and stuff. And I was like, I I'm down to, I'm down to help in whatever way I can. And so that morphed into me, help me and my friend, Eric Rao, who now is um, channels, social media director. Um, you know, we, we both basically pioneered this Kickstarter campaign um, that we used to kick, basically raise our startup funds. Um, and so that, that's how I got involved initially. And ever since then, it's been helping um, helping channel as a brand um, throw events that 
both celebrate obviously good craft beer, but also the community as well. It's because ultimately our slogan is beyond beer, getting, getting um, beer as a platform to impact the community and because it brings people together. And so we've done book drives. We did, we did help 1850. One of their first events they ever did was um, the rediscover art show, which we help put on. That's like, that's what I do for channel is, is help, um, help with events, help with, you know, spreading the word. I'm nicknamed the hype man. <laughs> so really it's just, it's, it's, if you could put, you could phrase it like party with a purpose, if you will, or something like yeah. that, basically just understanding that, yeah, we're here to have fun, but you know, obviously there, there's so much more you can do besides just like drink beer. You can have a great yeah. community impact with that. So, oh man, my favorite channel brew would probably be, um, it's called the, well, it's called the drop. It is a Citra Pale Ale. It's very, very delicious. Um, it's going to be one that we roll out when we open next month. So we're stoked for that. Got to try that soon. <laughs> yeah, I can't wait. I can't wait. Well, we have, I mean, I, they're all good. Like, it's hard to pick just one, honestly. <laughs> they're all so good. Music for this episode is Collide Someday by Brandon James. Check out his EP, Touch the World, at brandonjames209.bandcamp.com. Complicated by the approaching gates of graduation days, but as I go to the waters of this world, I'm never gonna lose an angel in my mind. I pray the tribe. Brandon is also a very talented musician and songwriter, and believes he can make music with a purpose. With the help of some of his other local musician friends and family members, Brandon recently released the six-song EP "Touch the World." Besides just releasing great new music, he wanted to use it to help the youth in Stockton also have an opportunity to make music. I asked Brandon about his music and the EP Touch the World. I think I was 16 when I first wrote my first song. Um, you know, it's about a girl, <laughs> as, right. as most songs are, right? And, and from there, like, I, I, really, just, I really enjoyed songwriting. It, it's always been something that I, I have never really gotten like a routine for writing songs. I, I don't have my weekly time to write. I never do. Literally it's if I'm feeling inspired, I'll write. So oftentimes I pop songs out in like, like less than an hour. Cause I'm just so inspired. Like it just kind of happens, but very few and far between. So, um, touch the world is a compilation of music that I've written really since the beginning of my songwriting career. I uh, took the six best songs that I've written over the last 10 years and put them into an EP together. It started off as sort of just a way to, a, to realize one of my longtime dreams to record an album professionally. Um, Cause I've always done just, you know, in college I had my MacBook with the little microphone and garage band and I would go <laughs> to like a little practice room, the music building and just play. And I actually got some pretty decent sounds from that, but I never had gone to a studio cause in college I didn't have money. Like, you know, as a teacher, you know, I, my, I, I am very, very thankful uh, for, for the salary that I have, but obviously not a lot of spare change to throw around, but over the years I've been able to save. And so I was able to put away a little bit of money here and there and had some spare change to, 
throw out an EP. And also what's really cool is I was able to record it right downtown at a local studio called Press Recording Studio. Uh, and I, I never knew it existed until I started Googling like studios around Stockton. And once I met the producer, we totally clicked. Matt Young, he's great. And super awesome guy. Plus, obviously, you and I both are of the support local mentality, right? So that was super great as well. Um, anyways, yeah. So it became it became kind of like just a, a really just, just a fun get together with friends and family. Like my dad played drums on a couple tracks. In fact, my former band teacher, um, Larry Carberry. In fact, sidebar, this this experience I had in high school was part of the reason why I'm motivated to do this giving back with the EP. Um, like when I was in high school, like I said, I wrote music. Um, but I never was able to record it until my band teacher, Mr. Carberry in high school, who actually is my coworker now, interestingly enough, yeah. small world connections. Um, he recorded a few songs just like kind of in his, in a little practice room at Franklin where I went to high school um, in, in like the, in the band room. So I played guitar in the jazz band there. And so I really credit that experience to my motivation in music in general and recording and eventually recording my own album. And now I'm like, I mean, the, the the reality of music now is you're not going to make money. You're not gonna make a lot of money by selling it online, right? You make your money by playing live shows and whatnot. That's the way the music business is kind of modeled now. So I'm never going to try to like, I'm not going to try to make a bunch of money with my music. That doesn't make sense. Like, I mean, I'm, anyways, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's just a fun, it's a fun hobby that I'm like, might as well do something with it, you know? Um, so my mentality was any money that it does raise, let's put it towards something cool that I was really into that I think a lot of kids are into. And I've run a songwriting club after after school for this is the third year now that we're doing it. And I, there's a lot of talented students at my school. And I know there's got to be other talented students throughout Stockton as well who would love to take advantage of this opportunity. So um, that's where the motivation came from. It's, you know, still, still a big work in progress. But Matt Young from Press is super on board with it. Um uh, I'm going to have some help making a website real soon. And so it, it's going to, you know, it's going to hopefully become the kind of thing where, you know, kids, kid applies, Matt Young says, Hey, come on in. And, and we help them record, you know, a, an, an EP of some kind. So it's that's that's the ultimate goal with the touch the world album, whatever people want to pay. If you, it's the kind of thing, if you want, if it's, it's voluntary, if you want to support the cause, support the cause, but I, you, I'm happy to share my music with you for free. Like if you want to download it, feel free. That's all good too. So, <laughs> and if they want to pay money, then they'll pay money. And then you're using all the proceeds to buy studio time at press. Exactly. It's going to be real simple. It's going to be a GPA requirement 3.0. Wow. And then kid, the, the expectation is kids are going to respond if they want to participate uh, to the question, how would you use music to impact the community? So based on, Obviously, academic requirements, hopefully. for The idea is some kids might see that this opportunity and say, you know what, that sounds really cool, but I don't have a 3.0. So that would motivate them to work harder for the next, you know, semester and, like, pull that great that grade point average up, you know. But the big thing I want to also highlight is how can you use music in a positive way? So the the music that kids record should have a positive message overall and, um, you know, be used for some sort of an impact so yeah so not like gangster rap where you're talking about <laughs> jacking cars exactly exactly we want to get away from that for sure for sure yeah positive positive uh, music for sure brandon is also passionate about literacy and is part of the little free library organization in stockton i asked him how he got involved in little free libraries 
I met Candy Ha Moses Zabian through a family friend, Lonnie Schifras, back in 2014, fall 2014, I believe, uh, when I was teaching a class called Theory of Knowledge at Collegiate. Um, that was part of that class was I, I was also helping the seniors achieve what their their community service requirement was for their um, IB diploma for to get the IB diploma um, through any IB program and Collegiate is an all IB school you have to fulfill a community service requirement. And so I was talking to family and friends about opportunities for students and Little Free Libraries came up. And so Candy Howe and Moses Sapien, who were on the board, came and talked to my students about potentially getting involved. And so the Key Club at my school actually adopted a Little Free Library. They have one. Um, it's over near El Concilio downtown, I believe is the location. And they help maintain it and stock it full of books. So that meeting definitely had some merit and long-term benefit. Um, and so through that interaction, that's where I met Candy Howe and Moses Apian. Both, I I was really inspired by the Little Free Libraries idea. So I would I went to a couple other Little Free Libraries events, meetings, steward meetings, um, family day in the park, and eventually they were just like, "Do you want to join the committee?" <laughs> and I was like, "Sure, I'll join the committee. Why not?" And it's been really great, honestly. Like the team is there, you know, all six of us, like, you know, all five of the other members. They're they're all so amazing and honestly been a great mentorship for me. Um uh, just as far as um learning and, and observing like, you know, they lead by example and I'm just trying to follow in their footsteps really as far as community impact and just, you know, giving giving your all um to the community, but also like this is kind of another sidebar, but people often ask, like, okay, so how do you do everything that you do? Uh, well, for one, I'm <laughs> single without a family. That helps. But also, it's it's the, the big thing with what I do is I have fun with all the community stuff that I do. It's it's like it's not work, even teaching for me, like besides like the grading. <laughs> but the teaching, the, the, the nine to five part of teaching where you're in the classroom, like all that, that's it's it's fun. So, you know, for me, like it's it's more like it's like I, what what could i be doing with my with my extra 6 hours that i get outside of the classroom i could watch netflix i could you know just go out and go out in the town with friends i you know but it's it's really a fun experience to be be a part of such a great team of people in this community to give back in different capacities so yeah that's that sort of kind of sums up my mentality then and, and LFL little free libraries the being on the committee for them has been really eye-opening as far as that goes. As if you couldn't be any busier, Brandon recently took on the role of podcast host with the great Third City Podcast. Yes. So that, I've hosted one episode <laughs> and more are coming in the future. Um, and I honestly, I think, I, I don't want to like, <laughs> like minimize that. I'm really grateful. I, I think, ja you know, it's, Jasmine League was like, you have the perfect voice. <laughs> they have the perfect voice for a podcast host. So I, I am beyond ecstatic to be a part of the Third City Coalition as far as that capacity goes. Um, I think the organization is a great organization and what they seek to do as far as building up the community um, through, you know, everything. They're, they're so diverse in what they do. I mean, it's, mm -hmm. it's sort of a jack-of-all-trades organization. However we can help, we're going to help out. And I love that. So because Stockton right now, we, we need... We need that force, you know, and I mean, Jasmine Leak is that force. <laughs> Talk goals. <laughs> I gladly put my fingers in your hands. 
dates But as I go Into the waters of this world I'm never gonna lose that angel in my mind I pray the trifecta of your love Time and distance collide Someday, someday, someday Brandon grew up in Stockton Graduated from Franklin High School And then went to college in Southern California At the University of Redlands And then he taught school in the Mississippi Delta And then he decided to come back home to Stockton. I asked him, from his perspective, what's going well in Stockton? I think people are recognizing the potential that Stockton has. And because of that, we're starting to see more and more, um, more and more young folks, but not necessarily just young folks. I say that, you know, because that is true and that's, that's exciting. But there's also people who, like, of all ages, who are recognize the potential that Stockton has and are trying to, you know, they're, they're utilizing the fact that like three years ago, there wasn't much. So we're, we're building from the ground up. And so it's a chance to be creative. It's a chance to innovate. And so I think right now, like innovation is, is happening in Stockton. Um, between things like, I mean, you look at schools like Stockton Collegiate that are, you know, it's a K through 12 school in downtown. Like that, that's, that already is innovation in and of itself being a charter school in a downtown community. But the fact that it's all IB, they accept any student like that's, you know, any student can choose to take that, that challenging curriculum um, and choose to, to try to succeed in that. And that's, that's incredible. I think that's, that's one example of innovation. You have um, all the downtown renovation projects with like, Channel Brew, Ten Space, Open Window Project. You have all those. Um, there's there's so much just people understanding that it's a blank. It was a blank slate, but we can do something about it. And so people are doing things to make Stockton a better place. So I I think there's a lot of positive momentum in general right now. So I'm I'm excited to see where that momentum takes us. You know, uh, I really do feel like we're on the brink of. You know, if we continue in this direction, give like the next five years or so, um, you know, give these these new ideas time to breathe and grow. The arts are booming right now in Stockton. We have the 1850 Art Collective. Like that's that's an incredible organization that, you know, brand new, um, but super, super invested in the arts. I like, and that's part of the other motivation for me doing the touch the world grace knows music project. And, you know, getting kids in the studio is the art scene right now is really awesome in Stockton. I love to see that manifested more into the youth as well. So if that happens, I feel like we'll get youth invested who will go off, do great things, but see that Stockton is a place they can come back to. Really? That's the ultimate goal. Cause if we start maintaining and retaining mm-hmm. some of the uh, amazing talent that our youth have here, you know, like sky's the limit for what we can do in Stockton. So yeah. Spend a few minutes with Brandon and you immediately realize he takes joy and pleasure in everything that he does. But I asked him what else he likes to do for fun. Well, one thing I like to do um, as far as like recreation, I, I like to run Spartan races. Uh, we got a crew of uh, guys, some coworkers, some friends. Um, you, we, we just ran the Spartan Beast in Lake Tahoe. It was a pretty incredible time. So training for that, staying active, just being outdoors in general for me is something that I love to do. Music is something that I would do regardless. And um, obviously that's kind of turned into another more formal endeavor, but 
obviously that's still something I just do to unwind too. Um, and it, honestly, like, I mean, I, I, I love to just hang out, watch the Netflix, you know, chillax. I love traveling. <laughs> like one of the blessings of being a teacher is you do have those breaks. Mm-hmm. And I have been very fortunate to have been able to travel. I went to the East coast a couple of times in the last couple of years. Um, lots of friends in San Diego, Southern California that I've seen over the last several years as well. Um, I've even visited my old school, Mississippi, my first Easter break that I had when I was back in California. That was really awesome to do as well. So, um, traveling is something that I always will be doing. Um, yeah. Fitness, travel, music. Those are my big three. Um, yeah. <laughs> I did gymnastics for four years when I was a kid. I was kidding. Yeah. Did you? Did you really? Yeah. yeah. Actually, you- cool thing about that. When I was in Mississippi, I started a tumbling club. That was like one of the coolest things that I have ever done. Like, like for, for my just experience with, with building student teacher relationships and whatnot, that was a cool experience. That's something you didn't know about me. Wow. <laughs> it's pretty, it's pretty awesome. We did shows at football games, halftime shows, at basketball games, parades. It was pretty fun. Yeah. Well, songs are simple, so complicated by the approaching gates of graduation days. But as I go to the waters of this world, I'm never gonna lose an angel in my mind. I pray the tribe of your love, time and this is good light. Someday, 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 yeah, yeah, someday. Brandon has a ton of energy. Before we wrapped up the interview, I just had to ask him, where does this energy come from? <laughs> You need it when you're teaching chemistry to high school kids. <laughs> you need to give them something to keep them awake. And yeah, keep but alert. <laughs> God bless me with energy, man. Like literally, I, I I have no explanation for it. It's it's how it's created. I'm very enthusiastic and passionate um, about people, really. And it's funny because I I wasn't always like this. It was like later high school, college when it started coming out and manifesting itself. Like you know, like high energy. I think. I often joke. I'm like, I got to make up for my shortness somehow, right? Like, <laughs> but yeah, I think it's purely like I love people and I want to. I want to see people succeed and be happy. You know, were you, so. your parents have this much energy? Um, everyone is often really surprised when they meet my parents. <laughs> they they say they say, "How did you guys create Brandon? Like, what happened?" But at the same time, like, I feel like there's. I think my my dad he was a camp counselor back in the day. There's some like unearthed like energy that enthusiasm that, that both my my mom and my dad both have that I think that they bestowed upon me. I think also I think my grandpa might have handed me down some. He's he's a pretty cool dude. Nice. He's kind of like me. Goes out like sees friends all the time, travels, everything like that. So Brandon Piasecki, aka Brandon James a.k.a. Mr. P, is passionate about education, music, and about building a better community. As he said, it comes from his love of people and his desire to see people happy and successful. He takes his role as a high school teacher very seriously, but that doesn't mean he isn't fun. Spend any time with him and you'll be laughing for sure. Brandon is a true community builder. He puts his energy toward causes that make people's lives better. He chose to come back home to Stockton to make a difference. And he has found so many wonderful ways to do so. 
His new EP, Touch the World, is a great example of that. He wants to help local students discover the joy of recording their own music through his Grace Notes music project. Check out his EP at brandonjames209.bandcamp.com. If you would like to support his goal of getting more of our youth in the studio, buy the EP for whatever price you want. Thanks to Brandon for joining me on today's show. I hope you enjoyed his story. So thanks to Brandon for being on the show. You can find him on Instagram at Mr. P underscore chemistry. Uh, for any other links, you can go to podcaststockton.com. We would love to hear your feedback. You can call us or text us anytime on our listener line at 565-3229 or send us an email at podcaststockton at gmail.com. Follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, uh, username podcaststockton. The music for this episode was Collide Someday by our guest, Brandon James. He's doing great things in Stockton and hoping to help local students get recording time at Press Recording Studio in downtown Stockton. I hope you'll buy his EP, Touch the World, to help fund the Grace Notes Music Project. Check out the EP at brandonjames209.bandcamp.com. Podcast Stockton is Susan Spraker, Rodvia Gomez, Manuel Montes, Greg Barr, Matt Beckwith, and me, Gabriel Reyes. The next episode will be in two weeks, and until then, make it great, Stockton. <laughs>